0: I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are worthless. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Alright, what's up guys? This is Anthony here and we've got a solo, I don't know why I said we, it's just just Kumba and I hanging out here in the living room. Well, yeah, that's us. We have a solo podcast episode for you guys today and we're going to have some fun with these. We're still doing a little bit of experimentation, but what I thought would be cool to do would be to share some of the biohacks that I've been experimenting with over here, some of the gear and gadgetry that I'm using, and then tell you guys a little bit of a story that includes a cool biohack that is especially helpful for pain, infections, and physical and mental energy. So, let's dive in. Some of the fun things that I've been playing around with lately. Well, as we're hanging out here, I'm I'm sitting in the living room, Kumba's running back and forth on the couch, knocking pillows down onto the floor. That's, that's his thing. Um, I'm not sure I haven't decided yet if it's intentional or not, or if it's just a byproduct of him chewing his toys up there and rolling around aggressively with a lacking spatial awareness. Um, but we picked up a pretty cool Christmas tree earlier this week. I'm embarrassed to admit that it is fake, but I'm headed back to Chicago uh, it's, it's December now. So I'm headed back to Chicago in a few weeks and we've got a real Christmas tree back at my parents' place. Um, this was more of a spontaneous purchase at home Depot. Carrie and I had swung by to pick up a 16 cubic foot freezer because we just weren't getting the cold plunges in that we wanted to. I've got one of those 120 gallon Balin stock tanks right now. And that's what I used in Chicago on my balcony to do contrast therapy between the clear light infrared sauna and the uh, Balin stock tank. And then that was like a 90 gallon one. And then I got a 120 gallon one when I moved to Florida, which seemed like a great idea because there was more space. It could hold more water, all of that stuff. You could stretch your shit out, (laughs) but it required even more ice, obviously, to to cool the thing down and get it below 55, preferably below 50. So anytime we wanted to do a a cold plunge, we were running to Publix, getting 160 pounds of ice, like eight of these 20 pound bags. And not only does that add up and start to get expensive at a certain point, but it's quite time and energy intensive. So I talked with Aaron Alexander from the Align podcast and he had just picked up one of these things. So I hit him up and asked how he was liking it. And he said it was the best money he'd spent in a long time, if not ever. So that's why we were at Home Depot to pick up one of those, but they didn't have any in stock. Ended up ordering one online. Nonetheless, it's arriving Monday. I wanted it would have arrived sooner, but I'm going to be in Miami this weekend at Art Basel hanging out with uh, some clients and friends and seeing some artwork and doing some fun things. So I'm going to head down there a little bit later this afternoon and have some kind folks from the WAG app come over and walk Kumba while I'm away. So what else have we been doing? Well, right now I have a nasal cannula in. So I'm sitting in in a chair in my living room and holding the mic that we use for all of our podcasts. And I've got a nasal cannula in that's attached to the Trucy Elite X molecular hydrogen water machine. So some of you guys may be familiar with this. This has been one of probably my favorite biohack of 2018. It's definitely top three. And what it is, is the Trucy Elite X has both, it produces both molecular hydrogen water, so water that has H2 gas added to it. H2 is is molecular hydrogen's uh, chemical composition And it's a very powerful intracellular antioxidant. That's one of the key differentiators here is that a lot of antioxidants like CoQ10 and vitamin C, they're quite large and fairly ineffective at getting into the cell where you guys know our mitochondria, the little energy powerhouses of our cell exist. But there are many free radicals, especially the free radicals that are produced by EMFs From many of the things that are in our environment now and really just ubiquitous with modern living laptops, Wi-Fi, cell phones. Bluetooth devices, smart devices, all of these things that are are using wireless communication, they're producing EMFs that are a form of microwave radiation. And they cause a, uh, they basically jack up the the voltage-gated calcium channels on our cell membrane. Our cells get flooded with these calcium ions that then become a free radical inside the cell, and they can damage our mitochondria and cause oxidative stress, which is basically all, you know, fancy talk for they're causing us to age faster and they're decreasing our ability to make energy, energy that we need to feel good and, you know, basically live a fun life, do fun shit, show up to the stuff we say we're going to go to and, uh, you know, in, in, leave a legacy here. and. and do good work. So, um, the Trucy machine is one of the best biohacks for negating that. And the way that I'm using it right now, I've got the nasal cannula in, so I am inhaling H2 gas and I've used the vital reactions, 7%, I believe. Yeah. 7% in molecular hydrogen inhalation machine before And really, really liked that. I did experience diminishing returns with it, but I would expect that that's probably um, going to be the case with any molecular hydrogen device where when you start using it at the beginning, there are higher amounts of... Of free radicals and oxidative stress that are going to be neutralized and dealt with and you'll feel a bigger difference than you will as you use it consistently and uh, the reason I didn't end up keeping and recommending the vital reactions 7% machine to you guys was because it sort of became obsolete when my Trucy Elite X arrived and uh, that's because the Trucy Elite X has both the water component and the inhalation component there there is another machine that has just the water component it doesn't quite produce the same quantity of h2 so it has it doesn't have the the same level of parts per million where the elite x is eight or nine parts per million as it builds up the their other model the name i'm not sure of produces like five or six or something like that. It may be seven, but it's definitely less. Um, and so the appeal of the Elite X was that it's got this inhalation unit that I can use while I'm, say, doing a solo podcast, hanging out with you guys, or working on emails, or scripting content, or really any other activity. Um, and uh, I like biohacks that don't require extra time. You know, where you can, you can kind of do them while you're doing other stuff and experience benefits that you wouldn't otherwise be getting. But it's also not taking you away from some of the other things that are already an important part of your day. And, uh, and that's what the, the Trucy machine has done. So we've got a case study that we're doing with them where basically some people are able to get this $10,000 molecular hydrogen water machine and the inhalation unit for free and um, and basically it's a paid case study where certain people that uh, are willing to participate and share their experience and you know some other things um, they'll reimburse your monthly payment every single month and you get this amazing $10,000 biohacking molecular, hydrogen water machine and inhalation unit essentially free. So I make a $275 payment every month. I get a check for $275 every month and the machine itself is free. Um, so pretty cool. And if you guys wanted to see if you qualify for that and apply for the case study and see if you can get one of these $10,000 molecular hydrogen water machines for free, uh, you can go to siI h2.com forward slash biohacks. That's T R U S -S I I h2.com forward slash biohacks. And then they've got a fairly easy application process. You get on the phone with someone on their team and uh, they'll see if you are eligible for a full uh, reimbursement, paid case study, partial reimbursement, paid case study, or if you're not a fit, then they'll let you know that too. But um, yeah, so that's a biohack that I've been really enjoying. Um, I also recently picked up, well, I did I did a quarter teaspoon of these, I think the company is Living Nutritionals. It's this reishi spore extract, uh, triterpene crystals. And I'll read to you guys the back because they they'll probably phrase it in, uh using better vernacular than I would spitting off the dome. But the explanation here is uh, triterpenoids, which include ganodinic acids, are powerful compounds found in high concentrations in the reishi mushroom. Clinical research has shown that triterpenes are the most therapeutically potent part of the reishi mushroom. And this pure reishi triterpenoid powder is extracted from reishi grown using this sustainable process and blah, 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 blah. But I was, I was talking with Blake Bowman who owns Gorilla Zen, you guys can check him out. I think it's just at Gorilla Zen on Instagram, but he does a lot of cool stuff with mobility and biomechanics, correcting, correcting postural misalignments that sort of thing, and has even been diving more into biohacking now. So he's got some good stuff. He highly recommended it. He told me a story about a friend of his. They had a bottle of this stuff. They had the powder. It comes in powder and capsules. So I had the capsules, but due to ease of use, I already finished a bottle of those, and I was just taking the recommended dosage daily. And then I did um, the recommended dosage of the the Living Nutritionals Rishi Spore Extract Triterpene Crystals is an eighth of a teaspoon. And, um, I usually double up on that. So I did two eighths of a teaspoon before jumping on here with you guys. And I just tossed and washed it. So basically throw it into the, throw it into the back of my mouth and then washed it down with some molecular hydrogen water. And anyhow, the story, uh, aside from the scientific research, that's, that's interesting and all well and good. Many of us are already familiar with the health benefits of, of reishi mushrooms. But the the story that Blake told me that was kind of cool was him and his friend were hanging out and um, he said they were a little bit bored. So they decided to mega dose the, this reishi tritropine extract. and he said essentially they like split what was left of the bottle. I'm not sure how much was left going into it, but he said they had a good amount and the result was, he said he felt amazing, like almost as if he had taken, he had taken a low dose or a micro dose of a, uh, of a psychedelic substance, but not where he was like, having any visuals or anything like that, but just where he felt very relaxed, happy, and good. Um so I figured I would pick some up, get the health benefits. I have not mega dosed it, full disclaimer, or anything like that. Who knows if I will at some point, but right now I'm taking just slightly more than the the recommended dosage and and I'm liking it. So that stuff we have again like with this company no affiliation or anything with them. I'm just legitimate sharing the stuff that I'm, I'm doing around here right now. So the company, if you guys wanted to check that out, living nutritionals, it's their Rishi Spore extract, try crystals. Um, what else? What else? Many of you guys know, I've, I've biohacked all the lights in my place. Oh, that beep. If you heard it, that's that signifies the end of the 15 minute inhalation session. I don't, man, I hope I haven't been yapping that long, but, uh, yeah, so the, the inhalation unit from the H2 machine, it runs for 15 minutes at a time. and you can just go and restart it if you want. Um, so I've just done 15 minutes while, while hanging out with you guys. And um, back to some other fun biohacks. So I've swapped all the lights out in my place a while ago. I mean, well over pretty much right when I moved to, to Florida. With to to amber incandescence and Edison bulbs, which is basically like an older style of light bulb that's not the super bright LEDs that are very high in the sleep-damaging blue. You know the the blue wavelength that drives our melatonin levels down and can prevent us from getting into those deeper stages of sleep, the the REM sleep and the deep sleep. Um, so. Small changes like knocking out blue light, doing a digital sunset where when the sun goes down, you shut down electronics. And if you are going to watch Netflix or something on TV, they do have filters for your TVs. I don't have one, but when I am watching TV, I make sure to wear some of the blue light blocking glasses. And small things like that, you'd be surprised how much they add up. Um... And these Edison bulbs were a piece of that, you know, we teach everything that I've done over here in, in the ultimate biohacking Academy. And when, you know, when we do one-on-one consulting work with clients in that, in that capacity, um, but changing out the lights was, was definitely something that helped. And the problem is some of these Edison bulbs and Amber incandescent LEDs, they burn out real fast. So as an experiment, I picked up some red sunlight bulbs. Um, and you guys can find those on Amazon if you just look up S-U-N-L-I-T-E. They they, they make a, a red incandescent bulb. You can get them in like a six pack. Um, so I picked up a few six packs of those and the Edison bulbs that had burned out, I swapped them out with the red ones. So now, aside from having this this Home Depot multicolor Christmas tree in the window. I also have uh, a a warm red light glow coming from from my windows. Uh, So if the neighbors weren't already a little curious what goes on over here from us dragging the row machines and workout equipment outside into the sun and blasting everything from... Led Zeppelin to electronica during morning workouts. My neighbor came over one time and he's like, what are you doing? you running a CrossFit gym out of there. Cause it was like, Carrie, myself, Carrie's brother, his girlfriend. We had like a bunch of people over here all working out. And, uh, and he was like, what do you guys got going on over there? Some sort of CrossFit gym or what? Um, he's not Australian, but he's, I haven't pinpointed his accent. Maybe he is Australian. Who knows? Um, surfer dude, cool guy. And, um, yeah, so that's, those are some of the main things that I've been playing around with now. Oh, the big one almost forgot. So I had heard from a lot of you guys and uh, a number of biohackers in our high level program that you had interest or positive experiences with Rife machines So those of you guys that aren't familiar, a Rife machine is like, it's, it's a frequency device. It's a biohack that, that uses a number of different applicators but the ones that I've been using are, are basically tens pads um, so they're like these adhesive pads and they use those to do both biofeedback where they scan your body for different frequencies in order to identify which pathogens you may have in your body viral bacterial fungal parasitic it, it scans your body for all of these different frequencies and a lot of that is leveraging the work of dr. holda Clark who you guys may be familiar with. She's one of the pioneers of the clove, wormwood, and black walnut parasite cleanse, cleanse that today is a little bit less effective due to epidemic levels of immune senescence and uh, compromised immune function. But nonetheless, it was for a long time the best and only necessary parasite protocol when you were experiencing an infection. You just run anywhere from seven to twenty-eight days, or even more now, but of this of this herbal protocol that again includes cloves, wormwood, and black walnut extract, and it would clear up the issue. So that was that was Dr. Holda Clark's claim to fame. She also wrote some fantastic books on cancer and what. She believed to be the true underlying causes of that condition in many cases and then some of the ways to overcome them. So if you or a loved one is dealing with cancer, that may be a resource that you guys also want to, want to leverage or utilize. Um, so anyhow, after hearing a bunch of favorable talk and getting a lot of questions about Rife machines, um, I contacted this company, Spooky2, S-P-O-O-K-Y, and then the number two, and they have this machine called the Generator X that does the biofeedback scan in a much shorter period of time, scans the whole body in about 12 minutes, and then you can take the results of your scan and you can run a kill protocol to get rid of the pathogens that the biofeedback session found your body to have and the company sent one over and basically said you know check it out write us a review if you like it let us know and share it with your people so no money exchanged aside from them sending me the machine and this arrived early October I used it once or twice didn't really notice too much maybe was a little bit tired or groggy afterwards but besides that I didn't experience too much from it And then I had sort of shifted and decided instead to double down on ozone in the month of October and see how that affected a number of different things for a project that I've been working on for a while on the, on the anti-aging and performance side. So after the month of ozone, and we'll cover that in another episode, if you guys like these. Um, but after a month of ozone, I pulled the spooky two generator X back out and hooked myself up, ran a biofeedback session, kill protocol. And I did this on Thursday. Didn't notice too much. Did it on Friday and had a very pronounced and unmistakable Herxmer reaction, which is like a die off It's Basically, if you're killing off a pathogen and you're... That that process produces toxins, and if your detoxification pathways, if things are dying at a faster rate than your detoxification pathways can eliminate them, sometimes you experience what is known as a detox reaction, or a die-off reaction, or a Herximer reaction. And after Friday night session, this was something that, that I experienced so much so that I zonked out on the couch at around 10 PM, 10:30, which I never do. If I do, it's usually for a few minutes and then I'm like, all right, time to go to bed. And then I make my way to the bedroom. I zonked out at like 10 30 and didn't wake up until two 30 in the morning. And even when I got up at two 30 in the morning, I had a little bit of a dull headache and was still feeling the after effects of running the kill protocol. But I take that as a good thing, even though it's not the most fun sensation and physiological state to experience, you know that something is happening in the body. And you can also decrease the probability of experiencing a Herxmer reaction or detox reaction by increasing the amount of coffee enemas you're doing, sweating in the sauna, real gentle, easy, steady state cardio where you're getting a good, a good sweat in, but You know, you're not getting your heart rate too much over the the 120, 135-ish range. All of those things, using a rebounder, using whole body vibration can help help flush out some of these toxins faster so that the intensity and duration of your die-off reaction are not as severe. Hopefully that makes sense. So I got excited from this Friday session and I did two or three on Saturday, two or three on Sunday and each day was feeling more and more energy, more and more mental clarity, almost like certain parts of my brain were were functioning better, differently. And um, I've been using it pretty consistent this week as well. So that, that Spooky 2 Generator X has been something that, I believe has tremendous potential the downside of it keeping everything out in the open is it's a little bit of a pain in the ass to use i had to get this like 2008 dell laptop computer and hook it up to that and like it doesn't it doesn't work with you know the macbook pro that i have so you got to go on ebay and buy this this old laptop and hook it up with that and they're Instruction manuals, like 400 pages. A lot of the videos online are excessively long where you can't just get the gist of what you need to do and and go to work on it. So that was the main hurdle was a little bit of a learning curve and figuring out how to use the thing. And now I keep it pretty simple. I run the biofeedback session. Based on the biofeedback session, I do an analyze plus to make sure I get all of the frequencies that, that were triggered. And then I run a hunt and kill protocol that is typically between 39 and 51 minutes. And I do that while I'm doing work or while I'm chilling at the end of the day um, and just kind of winding down. And and that's been something that I've really been enjoying and that I do feel has applications in Lyme, Epstein Barr, parasitic infections, and a number of these low-level chronic infections that are quite common and often overlooked because of the because we're still in the infancy of how to test for these pathogens and take it to a level that is beyond just looking for their presence in the body. You know, just because a bacteria or a virus is present in your body does not necessarily mean that that infection, that that bacteria or virus is producing the symptoms that, you know, are compromising your quality of life. So that's one of the things that, it's it's one of the conclusions that we jump to a lot in when when looking for testing for Lyme and a number of other infections is just because this infection is present does not necessarily mean that that is the root cause of your fatigue, brain fog, inflammation, excess body fat, etc. So one of the things that we're also doing over here is In 2019, we're innovating a few things so that these processes and diagnostic testing methods are more, they're simplified and more accurate so that you can go after whatever it is that is the bottleneck and you experiencing the quality of life that you want to have. You can go after that with a laser rather than, you know. A bazooka or sort of just applying these generalized biohacks that help, but also may take longer or cost more than if you knew exactly what it was that you needed to go after. And then you applied the best practices for doing so. And and these are some of that's the mentality that we approached the creation of the ultimate biohacking academy with. And we're continuing to evolve and innovate on the foundation that we have in in that program so that it just gets better and better and uh, eventually will. I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's exciting. There's a lot of places that we can go with it. So that's a quick rundown of the stuff that I've been up to. And again, the, the disclaimer in all of this, as you guys know, is this is not intended to be medical advice. It is not intended to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. What we share on the Biohacking Secrets show is and has always been for information purposes only and Prior to making any change to your health regimen or routine, anything that impacts your health, discuss it first with your primary care physician or healthcare practitioner. So now that we got that out of the way, a little bit of a story that can help you guys. And actually, before we get into the story, I'd like to know these these solo episodes are fun for me. And they're more conversational. I mean, I don't have anything written down. I'm just sort of spitting to you guys and seeing if some of the stuff that I've been up to is of interest to you. But I don't want to do it if, if it's not something that you guys dig. If you don't like these episodes or they're not valuable, um, you know, I can, I can keep this stuff to myself. I already know it. I've already done it. So, um, if you like these and you want more of this style solo episode where I'm talking about what I've been up to and, and sharing some stories and cool biohacks that way, um, go to itunes.com and leave us a review for the biohacking secrets show. Please. We, um, that is the feedback that that that's how I get feedback from you guys and Leaving a review letting me know what you think not only gets the podcast more exposure um, but when you guys talk about the episodes that you liked and or what episodes you'd like to hear I can then create more episodes like the stuff that you're enjoying and and then also Create the stuff that you guys are wanting but maybe don't have yet. So if you haven't already, it would mean a lot to me for you to jump on over to iTunes, go to the Biohacking Secrets show, and uh, and leave us a five star review, letting me know what you like. If you like these solo episodes, and if you don't like them, if you don't like them and you want to hear more of the interview style stuff, let me know that too. And um, this this show and project, everything that we do is really, it's really yours. We're creating it for you guys, and so. You letting me know how you feel, what you dig, what's helpful, what's not helpful, allows us to continue to iterate upon these different things and make sure that that, you know, we're we're delivering what you guys want and also, you know, doing it in a way that's fun for me. But I like the conversational style. I'll try to keep it as to the point and succinct as possible, not go down as many rabbit holes and tangents. But maybe you guys like the rabbit holes and tangents. I I sometimes do. So, cool. All right. Reviews, review talk out of the way. This is the story about, you guys know um, my dad. My dad was diagnosed with Parkinson's in 2015. And since then, there's been a lot of ups and downs. Physically, cognitively, he's been so low that he seemed little more than, than a vegetable at the dinner table with all of us. And then small changes to his dietary uh, choices and his supplement regimen and some of the different habits and biohacks that, that we've been utilizing for him. And boom, he's right back and, you know, he's sharp and engaged and it seems like there's nothing there at all. The good news is that cognitively and neurologically, his, his Parkinson's has not progressed in the past few years, which is pretty cool, especially considering it's a it's a neurodegenerative disease. And it lets us know that what we're doing is working on a number of different levels. The What happened recently that caught me by surprise was I have been making an effort to be better about just calling my parents and seeing how they're doing. Since moving, I've never been a big phone guy, but since moving to Florida, it's become a little bit of a necessity because otherwise I don't talk to people in Chicago and it's sometimes six months or 12 months even between seeing them. And and that's not enough for the people that are close to you in your life, especially like your parents. So a little bit embarrassing, but I had to put as like a reminder in my calendar Sundays after men's league soccer, call your parents. And I called my parents a couple of weeks ago. My mom picked up her and I had a chat and I said, "How's Dad doing?" She said he's doing terrible. He's in so much pain. he's been in so much pain for the past uh, week or two that he's going from the bed to the couch. He's sleeping 23 hours out of the day and he he when he wakes up, He grabs his prescription cannabis. He has his medical marijuana card in the state of Illinois because of his Parkinson's. And when he woke up, he would just grab some sort of, of cannabis that would help with the pain, smoke that and pretty much zonk back out. And the pain was so bad, he couldn't even really sit up. My mom was washing him, bathing him, taking care of him. And I could hear it in her voice that she was tired and not, not that her spirit was broken. Cause my mom has a really strong spirit, but you could tell that it was, it was weighing on her and it was draining her. You know, none of us, when we get married, want to become a caretaker for, for the person we love. And Till death do us part, and these, you know, these marital vows—they were created at a time where there was far less chronic and degenerative conditions, where people can live in a dilapidated state where they are a shadow of themselves for years or decades, essentially ill but but alive, and um, it, it's a tough place to be. When, when you've made a commitment to be with someone and an affliction affects them, um, it also ends up affecting, it can end up affecting you. So that was one of the things that had been going on with with my mom. And this was about 9 p.m. on on a Wednesday. And I said, all right, give me a quick. Up to date on what's been going on, she filled me in, and she said another level here is he's having a very difficult time taking pills and supplements. His his throat, the the muscles and um, and and function of his throat have been impacted, where it's difficult for him to swallow large quantities. So a lot of the the interventions that I was considering immediately went out the window, and I, I said, all right we need mostly liquid here and then, you know, I'll see if there's if there's one capsule or soft gel that will have the biggest impact, what would that be? So my mom a few years ago had some, she was diagnosed with um, osteoarthritis and she had some stuff going on. So we had her taking uh, a specific form of curcumin, astaxanthin, What else was she taking glucosamine, chondroitin, hyaluronic acid, um, and then making some dietary shifts where we, we found that her pain was much worse when she included certain foods in her diet. So we had made some of those shifts. She had surgery on her hips and she's been pretty good to where she's not even taking any supplements anymore, has no pain. And that's... That's all good in her book. So I asked her, I said, do you still have any of that astaxanthin laying around? This is 12 milligram bioastin astaxanthin. And she said, yeah, I think I do. And I was like, all right, so let's, let's work one of those in because astaxanthin can be very effective for pain and inflammation for guys I'm typically less hesitant to go with the higher doses of astaxanthin because it is a, a five alpha reductase inhibitor and it can affect some of the um, it can it can affect the conversion of uh, certain male hormones in the body, which then impacts sex drive and function. But in this case, where you know where my dad's sleeping 23 hours of the day, he can't sit up, walk, bathe himself. My mom is doing a lot of these things, extreme times call for extreme measures. And uh, so 12 milligrams of the bioastin astaxanthin, and uh, that's basically, it's basically a carotenoid that functions as a very powerful antioxidant in the body. And then um, we utilized a protocol that is oral food grade hydrogen peroxide. Basically, there is the company that I use is the 1 Minute Miracle and they have a website where you can get 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide. And the protocol that we used with my dad, and again this isn't medical advice. So I'm not recommending this for you guys, you know, do your own research information purposes only. The protocol that we use with my dad involves six to eight ounces of distilled water and a couple drops of 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide. And you do this three times a day on an empty stomach, empty stomach being either an hour before food or three hours after food. And what you do is you start with three drops of the 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide in six to eight ounces of distilled water, and you do that three times a day, on an empty stomach day one. Day two, four drops three times a day in the water. Day three, five drops three times a day in the water until you work your way up to 25 drops in six to eight ounces of distilled water taken three times a day. And then from there, sometimes people step it back down, uh, go to lower maintenance dosages, and I'll give you all that in this episode if it if it makes sense. But um, for more extreme cases, people will stay at the 25 drops three times a day for a total of 75 drops of the 35% food-grade hydrogen peroxide um, for a while and then sort of taper back down as it makes sense. Now, you're probably thinking hydrogen peroxide, like the stuff that you get from a pharmacy and pour on cuts that bubbles to disinfect them, sort of, but you don't want to use that. That contains a number of solvents and other additives that would be toxic if orally ingested. The the difference is that the stuff that we put on cuts is usually 3%, and again, toxic if orally ingested. The 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide is strong enough to where if you just put it on your skin straight you would get a little bit of a burn it would like your skin would turn a little bit white and you know it wouldn't feel amazing but i've done it many times just pouring transferring in bottles and and that sort of stuff however when you dilute it and you start very very low and then gradually build up You're able to experience oftentimes a beneficial impact on immune function, pain, which was the goal in the case of my dad, and even killing off certain infections. So we we applied this protocol with my dad and we can get into some of the science too. I want to keep to the story here. well, I guess we should talk a little bit about how it works. So, there's a number of different ways that hydrogen peroxide is utilized in the body and we'll give you some of the ways that we know oral hydrogen peroxide and even IV hydrogen peroxide can function. And the reality is there's probably another a number of other biological and biochemical pathways that are involved here, but I'll give you what we know now and um and then we'll continue to see other pathways that um, that are likely a piece of the puzzle come front and center as our understanding of what's going on inside the body evolves. Um, so the chemical composition of hydrogen peroxide is H2O2, so if you imagine a couple molecules of food grade hydrogen peroxide, H2O2. So like, think about 2H2O2, right? Some of that, when it gets into the body, dismutates, which is like a fancy word for breaks apart into a couple water molecules, H2O, right? So you've got two of those and then oxygen. So one of the ways that oral food grade hydrogen peroxide can work when taken and at the right uh, frequency, dosage, that sort of thing, is that it can help to oxygenate the body. And many pathogens are anaerobic, meaning they thrive in a low oxygen environment. And when you oxygenate the body, they are unable to survive and they die. So that's one of the ways that it can be effective with pathogens. Um, and in decreasing pain, there's a lot of evidence showing many many conditions and inflammatory um, inflammatory states are related to infections, especially bacterial infections. And I had a conversation on the biohacking Secrets show with Dr. Frank Schallenberger and after treating thousands of people with ozone, many of which have, had to overcome painful uh, rheumatic conditions. He's certain that rheumatoid arthritis is is due to an underlying bacterial infection, and there is there are many supportive, anecdotal and scientific studies suggesting the same. Uh, the book the. The New Arthritis Breakthrough shares a protocol of using uh, minocycline, 100 milligrams of minocycline taken a few times a day. Uh, minocycline is an antibiotic, and that that book covers dozens of case studies of people who had gone from crippling rheumatoid arthritis to living a pain-free life just by taking that, uh, that specific antibiotic minocycline. Now I'm not advocating the use of antibiotics and many of you guys are well aware that antibiotics do kill off uh, good bacteria along with the bad bacteria and their ingestion can have a negative effect on our gut microbiome, our production of serotonin, the way that we digest and assimilate uh, nutrients from our food, many of those pathways. So I share that example more as supporting evidence for what Dr. Schallenberger has asserted that There's a, there's an infection connection to pain in the body. Not in all cases. Sometimes it's, you know, we're eating foods that are causing inflammation and there, there can be many causes, but infections are one of them. And by oxygenating the body, um, through the right use of 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide, you can overcome some of those challenges. Um so you're oxygenating the body our body also uses hydrogen peroxide to identify pathogens So when our immune system is working properly and there are foreign invaders in the body, we use hydrogen peroxide to kind of tag those foreign invaders and our immune system, the macrophages and white blood cells and all those guys, they see the hydrogen peroxide signal and then they go there and they do their job. But when our immune systems aren't working great, that whole process is compromised and there is some evidence suggesting that that process may be improved we do see improved immune function overall when doing this protocol so whether it's through that specific pathway is to be determined at least as far as i know if one of you guys knows better or has seen seen evidence or knows of research proving what what i'm theorizing here um let me know. I'd love to check it out. My my intuition is that the improved immune function is taking place because we're not only lowering the pathogen load in the body by oxygenating the body, killing off some of these viral bacterial parasitic infections, and then we're also improving the immune function through better signaling, signaling of foreign Invaders, immunogenic and allergenic substances in the body that can be neutralized by our immune system. Um, so, using the hydrogen peroxide as as a signaling molecule, um, I would anticipate that those two things play a big part in explaining why why improved immune function and reversing of immune senescence are possible uh, with these types of protocols. And while many progressive and functional medicine practitioners also incorporate IV hydrogen peroxide um, for their patients. And then the third pathway has to do with oxidizing. So oxidizers are substances that they can kill bacteria, but at the expense of Or rather, to to avoid being redundant, we'll leave that benefit as covered. But what oxidizers also do is they find cells, mitochondria that aren't functioning properly, and they get rid of them. They kill them off, and produce, and then and then your body produces new healthy cells that replace them. What happens when our body is not properly manufacturing enough oxidizers is that old cells, old mitochondria that are performing suboptimally are able to hang around for longer periods of time. And the effect is we age faster, we're more tired, our brain isn't as sharp. So by increasing this oxidizing compound that if we take in too many oxidizers, that's going to poison us and can kill us. But again, the dose makes the poison, right? And by strategically starting with a very low dose of this oxidizing agent, 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide diluted in six to eight ounces of distilled water, and then slowly building up as your body allows, either increasing one drop uh, per dose per day, or doing it on your body's own timeline if, if you got to open up your detox pathways and that's a little bit too fast for you. By increasing oxidizers in that fashion, we see increased autophagy, turnover, getting rid of bad, weak cells, and increased mitophagy, the, the turnover and elimination of underfunctioning, underperforming mitochondria. So that's also another important pathway that, um, that that hydrogen peroxide is impacting and where these, these beneficial effects can come from. So back to the story with my dad. Uh, I reached out to my mom two days later, two and a half days later, and just said, hey, how's it going? Knowing my dad was only going to be on about four drops, maybe five drops in in, in his water. And she said, Anthony, I tell you, it's almost a miracle. She goes within a few doses. He was climbing down onto the floor off the couch and playing with their dogs. They've got two Bouviers. A One's a rescue named Gogo. We got a little bit, I think my mom got bamboozled in that transaction. She was told that <laughs> Gogo was like, two years old. And we're pretty sure she was like eight or nine in actuality. So go goes a little bit of, she's, she's kind of grumpy. And as far as dogs go, oh, I feel bad saying this, but she's a bit of a lemon. Um, but we love her nonetheless. And then, um, and then Cody is, uh, is, is a male Bouvier and he actually, he's got his shit too. Don't we all Cody, when he was a puppy, we got him and he was adorable. And my mom left for a couple days. I think she was probably going to see my grandpa in Indianapolis. So she left Cody alone with my dad and my dad called her like maybe two days after she'd left. And he said, Hey, I've noticed that Cody is really lethargic. He's just like laying around all day, can barely even open his eyes and pick his head up. My mom was like, Gene, how long has that been going on? My dad said, uh, pretty much the whole time since you left, almost two days. So my mom freaked out and she's like, get him to the vet now. So my dad takes Cody to the vet and it turns out he had a uh, parvovirus and had this massively high fever and it was it was so bad that it, like, it long-term impacted his brain. So you feel bad cause it wasn't, it wasn't his fault. My dad had no idea. He just thought the dog was tired. And my mom is still a little bit upset about that. But so years later now, Cody's full grown. He's like, he's, he was so scatterbrained. We took him, we took him to this like herding, this like herding training because the Bouviers are traditionally herding dogs. And he was like, so ADD. He couldn't even he couldn't even chase the sheep. He would just immediately like run over to my mom and like try to jump over the fence. He got he got very attached to her. While healing from parvo, she would like go and sleep with him on the floor, and and I think he sort of recognized that his life was saved because of the things that that she did for him. So there's a strong attachment there, and uh, and now he has to take like Prozac to. Focus and chill out a little bit because he was just so jumpy. But that was some of the long-term neurological damage that took place from from the parvo infection when he was when he was a puppy. So my dad climbs off the couch, he gets onto the floor, he's playing with Gogo and Cody, and you know, sort of moving around with them. And then he gets up and climbs back onto the couch himself. She said he was washing himself. A couple of days later, he went for a walk. And by the time I got home for Thanksgiving, he was walking for 20 minutes that week, later that week, he walked for a full hour all the way downtown at downtown Deerfield from our place and back. He walked the dog, he was helping out around the house. And this was in a matter of around 10 days, that type of transformation and the movement or rather the shift from him being completely immobile to Being able to get down off the couch on the floor with the dogs back onto the couch and like, you know, changing his own clothes and washing himself. That was almost two days, two and a half days. And at, you know, he was still doing just four drops, five drops at the time. So it doesn't mean that that same effect will be had by everyone. Of course, my dad was in a very compromised place when he, when he started doing the protocol, but it does illustrate the efficacy and and power and potential that this protocol has and yet because of the stigma of hydrogen peroxide as you know a, a toxic oxidizing agent that you just pour on cuts it's under it's underutilized often ignored and discounted and isn't what isn't isn't a part of of mainstream medical practice, or even a tool that a lot of people know about for for DIY or you know home remedies. So that's why we're hanging out and talking about it, right? So I thought that story would be kind of cool um, to share with you guys. And I'm seeing if there's anything else here. I guess some of the other applications that that. 35% food-grade hydrogen peroxide in this diluted protocol can be utilized for its pain, as we mentioned, cancer, AIDS, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's. These neurodegenerative disorders, dementia, mood disorders, depression, bipolar, chronic fatigue, ulcers, asthma, even even the flu. We've seen it. We've seen it effective, um, and. It's functioning because it's changing the terrain, meaning like the internal environment in the body. There's a little bit of a chicken and the egg scenario where after Louis Pasteur, who was best known for the germ theory of disease, he was a 19th century microbiologist, and he popularized this germ theory of disease, making the connection that a lot of these invisible microbes were what were responsible for hospital deaths and uh, a number of mothers dying after giving birth and and these challenges that we take for granted today because they don't really exist or at least not nearly at the same level as they did a little more than a 100 years ago. But Louis Pasteur helped us to realize that a lot of these germs were responsible for the infections. But what many of us don't know, and if you guys aren't familiar with this, it'll, it'll definitely (laughs) catch your interest is as he was dying, he made the distinction that, and I quote, the microbe is nothing. The terrain is everything. So what does that mean? The microbe is nothing. The terrain is everything. It basically means that infections, microbes, bacteria, viruses, parasites are able to flourish in an environment this environment in this case is the inside of someone's body where the immune function is weakened, where energy production is compromised, where body temperature is low and suboptimal, which is going to impact a whole bunch of other biological pathways, where oxygen levels are low, right? All of these things create an internal environment that is then able to be colonized by anaerobic health damaging infections and microbes. So that's what he means in his distinction. The microbe is nothing, the train is everything. And it illustrates the importance of maintaining a healthy internal environment and knowing what's going on inside your body. That's why I'm a big advocate of of using the right types of blood tests and working with someone who can interpret that data, identify opportunities, low hanging fruit, that sort of thing. So that is one of the main forms of oxygen therapy that has had a huge impact on my dad's health and uh, one that a lot of People in our Ultimate Biohacking Academy and our our biohacking community have utilized with success. So I thought it would be fun to share it with you guys and um, have it as something in your arsenal. And again, if you guys wanted to apply for that Trucy case study and see if you qualify for a free $10,000 molecular hydrogen water machine with an inhalation unit, you can go to www.trucy.com. T-R-U-S-I-I-H2.com forward slash biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. And if you're interested in applying to work together one-on-one and seeing if uh, that's a fit, you can go to www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. We've got like a little video of me there, and a simple application form, and then you jump on the phone with uh, our VP of Operations, Carrie Jack, and have a fun conversation, and see if see if working together one on one. To help with everything from fat loss to high performance in mind and body, if that makes sense. And then again, if you guys enjoy these episodes and you like this longer form, where I just kind of sit, hang out in the living room with Kumba passed out at my feet, looking at the my fake Home Depot Christmas tree, spitting off the dome, some of the things that I'm up to, different biohacks that I'm using, and um, and other cool protocols and how those protocols have helped men and women like you, let me know. Jump on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Tell me what episodes you like, what episodes you want to hear more of. And again, if you don't enjoy these episodes, let me know that too. I won't take it personal. I'll just not do them. And, uh, you know, I can talk to myself and (laughs) I already know this stuff too. So I can, um, I want to make stuff that you guys care about that you guys enjoy. So thank you so much for hanging out. Hope you guys have had as much fun as I have. And I look forward to hanging out with you on another episode of the biohacking secrets show. Take care.